Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Hello and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. And this is Carla Taylor. I am your host. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are actually talking about owning your brilliance, you as an expert. So before we dive straight into that, I wanted to give you a little bit of an update of some of the things that I've got going on. I am actually getting ready to host a LinkedIn local event here in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's coming up in December, on December 3rd. And that will be at the Nexus Impact Center, which is this amazing uh, brand new place. It actually hasn't quite opened yet, uh, but it's going to uh, be a place for nonprofits and social impact companies, and it's a co-working space and so much more. So I'm going to be doing quite a bit there. We are actually going to have a Bring Your Brilliance room there, which I'm thrilled about where people are going to be able to come and uh, physically shoot videos or do their audio or do different things to help bring their brilliance to their to the world. So even if you're not here in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, I do encourage you to start creating content and doing some things to get your brilliance out to the world. And that's part of the reason for this morning's uh, topic. And I work with a lot of people, I work with a lot of companies who want to get their brilliance out there. And a lot of people already know that they're an expert or already have that confidence and already know they have a strong voice. And those are usually the ones that I'm helping to, if they don't have the time or just, you know, don't want to or know how to get that content out there, I help. I'm a social media ghostwriter, so I help get that content out for them. I help create their personal brand online. I help create bite-sized chunks of educational content and all sorts of different things to help people learn from the expert. However, I get this question a lot. So as I'm out and about in the world, I have so many people that also say to me, well, maybe someday I'll be ready to bring my brilliance or I don't think I'd call myself brilliant or, well, I do have some things I want to say, but I don't. I don't think I'm an expert. I'm not ready or all sorts of different reasons and excuses or even just they maybe feel like they could be ready, but they haven't pinpointed what their brilliance is. And so I've done a couple of shows already about figuring out what you do best. I have a program called the Career Happiness Project. I did a whole show about that. And there's lots and lots of ways to figure out your gifts and talents. And so That is not something I'm going to spend so much time on today, but we are going to touch upon that. But really what this is is about how to change how you think and or if you need to maybe do some things. But for most people, they already do know a lot. So I'm going to go through what we're talking about today a little more in depth, and then we're going to get right into it. So again, today's show here on Bring Your Brilliance is owning your brilliance, you as an expert, and you know a lot about a lot of things, 
but can you really call yourself an expert? Are you trying to find your voice and figure out your brilliance, but not sure where to start? In this week's Strategy for Success episode, I'm addressing what is often the main stopping point for people to bring their brilliance and share their expertise. Yes, we all know everyone has gifts and talents, but what if you're still struggling to know what yours really are? or which voice or perspective you want to use when you start creating content as some sort of an expert. It can feel overwhelming and intimidating, let alone having the courage and confidence to actually call yourself brilliant in anything. Don't worry, you are not alone. This is the place to start when you know you have brilliance to bring, but you have no idea how to talk about it, or are uneasy about sharing your expertise. So that's what we're talking about today. And like I said, we do have lots of different ways for people to dive deeper into the gifts and talents portion, if you will, and figuring out what it is that you do and what you do best. Today, though, I want to start with, are you an expert? First of all, let's address that question. Because, again, Some people think it's bragging. Some people think it's even a little bit rude. Or I've seen people online saying nobody should call themselves an expert. They should say, you know, they should talk about their expertise. And there's a lot of different thoughts about that. Um, There are some professions and industries where you do need to be called an expert or considered one. And there are quite a few others where people are (laughs) self-proclaimed. But whether or not you like the actual word expert itself, that's a whole other <laughs> controversial discussion for some people. I am here to say that everyone is an expert of some sort. You're an expert on certain things that whether you actually call yourself that word, you are somebody who can be an expert on lots and lots of different things. So you've gotten to this point in life, you know what you've been doing before. So if nothing else, you are an expert on where you've been. So if you think about where you were a year ago or five years ago or 10 years ago, you are an expert on that person that you used to be. And so if nothing else, you can speak to an audience of people who are where you used to be and come from that place of expertise where you're helping guide them along some of those lessons learned and some of the things that you wish you had known (laughs) back then. So that's one way that you can look at and think about yourself and not feel like you have to have all these credentials or anything else. Of course, credentials can help, but I also know lots of people with tons of credentials who have all the letters that you can think of and you know, a whole string of them behind their names and yet they still don't feel ready or don't feel like they have a voice or lots of reasons why they're not actually bringing their brilliance out to the world. And for some people that have all those letters, sometimes it's that fear of taking it to the world that keeps them going back and back and back to school and back to degrees and certifications. And so when I've been doing a lot of career coaching, Of course, there are certain certifications people want or need to get. Of course, if you're going to be a doctor, you've got to have the education to go along with being a doctor. So I'm not saying education isn't extremely important. It is. But most of the people that I'm coaching are mid-career, and so they have some either great education already and or the education of experience 
And so for most people, you don't need to go back and get a degree or certification to be able to be an expert in something. You can do research. You can be somebody who's an avid, you know, just fan of something that you've, you've been learning and studying it for many, many years or even just started, but you're diving into it, you're learning. And in some cases, uh, here's a little secret. <laughs> a lot of people that you see as experts online are one step ahead of you. So sometimes they're teaching you something that they're only also learning about as they're teaching it. And in fact, teaching something is the best way to learn something. And I know that as my years of an instructional designer who has created learning programs and created ways to teach others, that when I do that, I also become an expert in it because I'm digging in, doing the research, learning from subject matter experts, and that actually brings a certain amount of expertise into whatever it is that I'm helping teach about. So I've actually taught, <laughs> I've actually been the person teaching the train the trainer for topics like even working with, um, actually even working with a group of doctors and helping them learn what they're going to be teaching. I've done uh, material handling equipment for logistics. I've worked on fixing cars in Afghanistan. <laughs> like You would not even believe the range of topics that I have been able, um, proprietary technology, all sorts of things that I personally would have never in a million years called myself an expert on. But I've gained this expertise by creating and doing the research and creating the training materials. So that's one way without having to go and spend $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 to get expertise that you can learn ahead of whatever it is that you're teaching. So that is hopefully helpful. Um, and again, there's some great education programs. There's some great certification programs. I'm not saying don't go get those, especially if you think you, you'll use it a lot. But if the only thing that's stopping you is thinking that, gosh, I could have this voice, but I don't feel like I'm as good as all of these other people who have all these credentials. Um, that's another thing, too. You aren't going to be the same as everyone else. You aren't going to be the same voice of even as a coach. There's, a, I don't know, zillions of coaches, <laughs> lots of coaches. I don't have the data around that. But there's a lot of different people who are doing different types of coaching. Some of them have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some of them have spent five or $10,000. Uh, there's a lot of varying degrees, and some people just all of a sudden put on a hat and say, hey, I'm a coach. <laughs> so there's a lot of people with a lot of levels of of um, prowess, but there's this word I'm looking for, of having researched and done, the, not researched, gotten formal education on being a coach from none to many, many years worth, and yet everyone's out there as a coach. And so one thing that I've had to learn, and I think most people learn as they go on about whatever they're doing in life from a business standpoint, is scarcity versus abundance, right? So most of us have probably heard this if you don't know what I'm talking about. The, the theory of scarcity is seeing the world as scarce. There's not enough to go around. And so you have to win over your part of the pie because everybody just gets a small slice so you better get in there and um, get it before it's gone. And people tend to see other people in their profession as competitors and get intimidated and feel sometimes overwhelmed by that. And that's a pretty common initial response. That's kind of our humanist saying, you better get yours. <laughs> 
However, as you learn and grow and as you start to realize how the world actually works, there's the theory of abundance, which is where you see abundance everywhere. You see an abundance of opportunity. You see all sorts of different ways that people work with and need coaches. You actually realize each coach can really only help whatever small number of people, and there's a ton of different ways to coach. There's a ton of different ways people resonate with coaches. Just like there can't be one doctor for the world or 10 doctors for the world, there's all kinds of different doctors, there's all kinds of different specialties, and different people have different relationships and preferences. And so whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to be your own unique version of that. So you don't need to compare yourself with others. You just get to get out there and figure out the people that need you. And that's one way to help yourself not feel competitive And it's just really funny because, I mean, it happens all the time, even with people who are very well-known. And sometimes they'll be asked to the same conference and people there will be like, oh, aren't you guys competitors of each other because you do the same thing? And some people, even at very high levels, still (laughs) feel that way, that scarcity mindset. But many people also come from that place of abundance where they embrace the quote-unquote competition. They learn from each other. They help each other. They even sometimes help refer each other to different opportunities and things because each one of us can only do so much, and there's enough to go around. So that's part of that intimidation factor that I think some people wrap into that expertise or expert um, intimidation that they might have. So I just wanted to take a quick second to address that before we move on to the next part of this. So... This is also a great part place to take a break. We are going to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we will be back here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network, talking today about owning your brilliance and you as the expert, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815 880 8255. Or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back. I'm Carla Taylor. We are here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on Inspired Choices Network. And I do want to say a quick um, just plug for Inspired Choices Network because I can tell you as me trying to bring my brilliance out to the world and bringing my podcast out to the world, Bring Your Brilliance started as a podcast and not a radio show because I didn't even know about this awesome world of radio showness <laughs> when I first got started. And I was extremely um, excited and nervous to start telling these stories of, of people and, and also helping share some of what I have learned along the way, which are what my uh, strategies for success uh, sessions like this one are about. And um, I loved interviewing the people and I loved a lot about it, but I was finding myself not getting my episodes out the door because there's so much to learn. Yes, podcasting is is simple and anyone can do it in some ways, but there's so much to learn and it just takes time and just, you know, knowing how to edit it and knowing how to do all of the things that you've got to do to get it out the door to the world. <laughs> and I was just finding myself either just getting backlog of previously recorded things or just lots of reasons why I was struggling with getting my podcast out the door. And I was introduced to the radio show genre and this whole notion of a live radio show <laughs> seemed very scary and intimidating. And sometimes I will admit it still can be as I'm so, you know, brand new to this. I've just started this just a, a few months ago now. And uh, but it's been life-changing for me. It's been so wonderful to have a team of people to help me get my message out the door, to help produce it and, and have it out immediately or, or going live out on the airwaves and so I don't have this backlog. And I'm not doing it alone in a vacuum by myself. <laughs> and all of the different things that have come with having a team and a way to get to a much bigger, wider, greater audience than I would have on my own. So if you are at all thinking about or have always secretly dreamed of having your own radio show, I just wanted to take some time right now to tell you it's totally worth it, it's totally amazing, and you can absolutely do it and start right where you are. So I just wanted to say that briefly. And whether or not you're a radio show host or the other ways that you're getting your brilliance out to the world, the world needs to hear from you. You have something to say. You have a unique gift. You have a unique voice. So please don't think that there's nothing that you can say or add in or be different. And as I was just talking about before we went to the break, even if there's a million, zillion people doing the things that you care about and that you love and that your gifts and talents are, which I would also say everyone has a very unique blend of talents and a different way of looking at it plus the experiences they bring to it. But even if you're not feeling that you're that unique, I can tell you there's something different about you and the way that you're going to say it and the people that you're going to attract that are going to want to hear the message the way that you say it. And it is important and it is worth it to share that. Even if you're not on the air or online even, but you're just helping people in your life with things that you've been through, you're an expert on what you've been through, like I said earlier. And I really want to encourage every single person to find your voice and 
and and use it. Everyone has something to say and everyone has people who need to hear it. And yes, as Amy Porterfield said, you are kind of a big deal and you really truly are. So don't think that it's not important for us to hear from you. So I want to go back to that question I touched upon earlier about what if I don't know my gifts and talents. And like I said, there's lots of different ways. There's programs, there's questionnaires, there's things like StrengthsFinder, which is a really good starting point to figure out kind of the, those buckets of your talents. And that even is something that a lot of people take it and think, okay, cool. <laughs> now I know my strengths. But they feel like, well, sometimes people take it and think, well, that's just who I am. That's not really my gift or strength. And I actually love it when people make that comment because, yes, exactly, for you, it feels like that's just who you are. But that's what's awesome about it is because it's so innate in you. It's why it's your innate talent. It's why it's something that you see the world differently than other people who don't have that perspective. So especially if you feel that way, if you do take any of those tests or you just see the things that you do and you, you're not, you don't think it's remarkable, it's not remarkable sometimes for you because you're so used to it. You've been around it your whole life. You've always seen the world that way. So, okay, whatever. I love numbers. I calculate numbers in my head. So, so what? I've always done that. But for people who can't do that, it's like, wow, that's amazing. How do you do that? And whatever it is that is your gift or talent, for me, one of the things I do a lot is I just immediately start connecting people. I can't help it. I can't quash that part of me. And that's one of the ways that you know it's it's a gift or a talent that needs to come out of you is if you if you if it, you just can't help it. You just can't help yourself. You just do that anyway, no matter what's going on. That's one of the signs and one of the things to look for. Or if it's something that when you do it, you get really energized or really a lot of joy and you kind of light up about it. That's another way to do your own self-investigation of what is something that I am uniquely suited for and I have a unique gift or talent around because of how it affects you. And I love when I do my career coaching and working with people and they start talking about things. And a lot of times people will talk about even their job that they do all day long. And they're like, no, 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 this is what I do. And then I ask them about things <clears throat> that they have really enjoyed or different things. And all of a sudden you'll see when they hit it, you can see it visibly when somebody, their face lights up and they start getting really energized and animated about it. <clears throat> and this is even people who aren't normally that animated. <laughs> you can still see that light, that shining light in their eyes when it's something that really taps into that gift or talent. And so if you're having trouble figuring out what your own gifts and talents are, get with somebody who cares about you or even a stranger who's willing to help you. <laughs> but anybody can see it when they look for it, when someone else is lit up. And so if you aren't sure, ask someone to have a conversation with you and as you're talking to them, have them also be an observer of you and you can be an observer of yourself when you're thinking about the different things that you're doing and, and taking note of how you respond energetically to it. But a lot of times it takes that person outside of ourselves to reflect back to us and to show us what it is that we're maybe missing. So if you're struggling with this, spend some time there. I really, really encourage you to because you're going to find out some of the things that maybe you need to be shifting to doing more of in your life and it really does make a huge difference. 
in your enjoyment of your your work and the way that you live and the energy that you have, when you start to be aware of those things that energize you and start to be deliberate about placing those specifically into each day, even if it's five minutes a day and not at work, it can energize you. And it will actually produce more time for you because when you have more energy, you get more done. So going a little bit on a tangent there, but it's something obviously I'm very passionate about. And one of my gifts and talents is to help people figure out what theirs are. So I get really excited about that. And that's one of the things that I do as part of Bring Your Brilliance is helping people figure theirs out and and get that out there. So it's something I really, really enjoy. If you need need help and want to reach out to me for that, I'd be more than happy to help you. I do offer an initial 15-minute free consultation for anything, any topic. It doesn't even have to be about bringing your brilliance out to the world. It could be about the career happiness or other things. And Or if you just want to talk to me, (laughs) please feel free to reach out to me. I have a quick, easy scheduling link. Uh, it's bringyourbrilliance.as.me. So bring your brilliance as me, but there's the the two dots in between. So bringyourbrilliance.as.me. You can schedule time with me. 15 minutes from anywhere in the world. We can do a Zoom call. I am so happy to help you. So don't let that be a stopping point. If you don't know what those gifts and talents are, I'm happy to help you or find someone in your life who will because we all love seeing people tap into that and it energizes people around you too. So you're doing the world a favor by figuring out your gifts and talents and by getting into those more and more and by getting that energy and bringing that more to the world. Again, even if you're just doing it with the people around you. So that's, I'm like I said, I could do show tons and tons of shows about that. I'm really passionate about it, uh, but it is not a stopping point. It is just something maybe you still need to do a little bit more work on and more discovery on so that you have a clue of where you want to start. And again, this is not a one and done thing, folks. This is not something that you go and take one test or have one conversation and immediately you know exactly everything that you need to know. For many people, this is a lifelong pursuit of figuring it out and what works now and what works next. But along the way, you can share your journey. And that's another way to be an expert or to share your expertise is to share your journey. And that's, in fact, a preferable way. It's actually becoming more and more sought after in the content that people want to see because people are actually getting kind of tired of feeling like somebody's talking down to them or just talking at them or coming from a place of knowing everything and everything being buttoned up and perfect or having super highly professional everything, which there is absolutely a time and place for the highly professional. And I'm not saying that's not important and an important part of things. What I'm saying is as you're sharing your content, you need to have a mix. And the day-to-day stuff people want to hear about is actually your journey, the ups and the downs. You want to come from a place of learning, even in the down, so you don't want to be that whiny victim person who's only showing your, woe is me, my life's so hard, but I'm supposed to share everything. No, that's not what we're saying, so please don't do that either. (laughs) But as you go through different things or you overcome hardships or you're in the middle of it and you're just working through it, share what you're learning while you're there. Share sometimes even that you are there. In fact, yesterday was Halloween and I had all these plans and things that I was going to do and I ended up having a phone call 
that kind of brought me to my knees. And instead of posting my happy Halloween, everything's wonderful, candy and costumes kind of post, I decided to get real. And I posted something about that, that I called it Halloween hauntings happen too. And sometimes things happen that aren't happy on Halloween or any other day. And for me, that day was one of them. And so I shared that. And I also shared, you know, how important it is to not feel alone and also to not give up in those moments. So that's just one example of how you can share your journey, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs. And you, of course, are an expert on that, right? You are the only one who actually can share your journey. So we're going to take another break. This is, again, Bring Your Brilliance on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about owning your brilliance and you being the expert, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hey, and welcome back. It's Carla Taylor. I am here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show here on the Instep By Your Choices Network. And we are talking today about you being the expert. And again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I've got some great, exciting things happening coming up here locally in Indianapolis, hosting a LinkedIn local on December 3rd. I also have two spots left before the end of the year for people who want help. And again, what I do is I meet with my clients. Most people choose once a week or once every other week, and they literally do a brain dump with me, which becomes oftentimes a kind of cathartic coaching session in and of itself, but it really is just you sharing whatever it is that you want to talk about for the next week or two of content. And then I make it sound awesome and pretty and amazing and help you get that out to the world. So if you've been wanting to get your content out there and just feeling like you didn't have the time. And in fact, you might actually get more time back in your schedule because not only am I taking all of that off your plate, but you also then have a lot more clarity going forward for the next week or two because of that process of going through that with me. And so it actually creates time in your schedule. So if time is an issue for you or just wanting someone to help you get your voice out to the world, Please do contact me. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Carla Taylor on LinkedIn, or you can schedule that 15-minute session like I talked about earlier at bringyourbrilliance.as.me. You can also find me um, at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com or on my website, bringyourbrilliance.net. So I've got a Bring Your Brilliance team, can you tell? <laughs> so 
uh, I'd love to help you. And I really want to work with people that I also am passionate about what they do and what they care about because that just makes my job that much easier. So please reach out if you've been hesitant. I would love to help you. And I do have a couple spots left before the end of the year. So don't wait. I'd love to have you be one of them. And so getting back to you and your expertise and being the expert. Um, And again, some people just don't feel confident in how they're putting it out to the world, and I certainly can help you with that. But today we're talking more about if you're not yet ready um, to, to even work with me and know what you want me to do for you. So again, I do make that easy. I I start with that brain dump and you don't have to even know what you're actually saying about it. I figure that out for you, with you. Uh, But if you're doing it yourself, you have, we've already talked about knowing your gifts and talents. We've talked about education or certifications and sometimes you need them and oftentimes you can still get started where you are. Uh, and, And we've even talked about a little bit about the people who aren't sure you should call yourself an expert. And so, again, let's talk about that for just a moment. So there's expert and there's expertise. And uh, I was working with one of my clients, and she's a credit repair expert. And I was like, okay, so you don't necessarily have to use the word expert, and you can just talk about credit repair. And she's like, well, no, in this business, in certain circles, in certain areas, you actually do have to be an expert and come from that place and call yourself that. And so that makes sense for her to call herself a credit repair expert because she did get that level of certification and has that expertise, and that is something that's done in that industry. Uh, if it's not done in that in, in your industry, though, and it's just one of those self-proclaimed things, you don't have to use the word expert to be an expert. You come from that place of, I'm an expert on this, and I'm helping you learn. Uh, so that is what a lot of people think about, though, when they hear, hear the word expert. And I will also then <laughs> flip that other side of that coin to say that in reality, there really are no true experts if we really want to dig into that because everybody is still learning. Even the top, top doctors in the world consult with each other and learn from each other, even with the years and years and years of credentialing and education and experience, they're still figuring it out. There's no one person who knows everything about everything. And so don't wait until you know everything to start bringing your expertise out in the world. That actually never happens. <laughs> and there's a lot of people who, for some reason, I'm seeing it all the time, so it must be a hot topic. But um, I've seen it for years, and it's suddenly be ta- being talked about a lot more right now, but it's that imposter syndrome. And if you've never heard of imposter syndrome or you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, that is when you feel intimidated about really coming from a place of expertise or maybe going into another role that you weren't quite ready for or you've been asked to speak at something and you get there and you're like, oh my gosh, who am I to be speaking about this? And you feel intimidated by whatever it is, excuse me, that you're doing. And almost everybody at every level that I've talked to has experienced that at some time or another. I do have one woman that I saw that was asking if it was a real thing and she's never felt intimidated by anything. And that's amazing for her. But for most of us, we have felt intimidated at some point in our lives and have felt like I'm not really as great as I just was you know, introduced to be or whatever else it is. And I can tell you for a fact, many celebrities feel this way. They get to a certain point in their career where they've had you know, millions of records and they still feel like a fraud at some level at some point. 
And again, you're not alone. And and that happens. And a lot of times it's just kind of that, oh my goodness. And especially when you're doing bigger things in the world and you're getting out there and stretching your comfort zone, you're going to feel uneasy. You're going to feel overwhelmed. And sometimes you're going to feel intimidated by yourself and what you're doing. And that's all okay. It is all part of it. It's part of the journey. And you get to keep pushing through that because, again, you're sharing your unique take and perspective on whatever it is that you're sharing and helping with. You don't have to have all the answers. In fact, again, people would rather you be real and raw and and gritty and right and 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 not give a wrong answer <laughs> if you don't know the answer. But, you know, and, and this is true even if you're just getting a new job or just having a meeting where you're you're asked a question. Don't answer the question if you don't know the answer. It's perfectly great to say, I'm not sure I know fully enough to answer that for you. Let me do some research and get back to you. And then, of course, do the research and get back to that person. Um, sometimes you can even, if you're in a room full of people, say, you know what, I'm probably not the best person in the room to answer that particular question. Does someone else have an answer for that? So there's a lot of ways to handle questions if you don't have answers. So don't feel like you have to have all the answers before you can be some level of expert and start talking from a place of expertise. I am a LinkedIn expert, if you will. I am somebody who who has been studying and diving into and talking about and working with LinkedIn for many, many years. And especially now that it's exploding and growing and doing all sorts of things, I'm learning and growing and, and exploding myself with all the things that I'm learning. And there's so many people that still know more than me, and that's okay because I know the parts that I know, and I'm still learning from all of those people, and all of us are actually learning because it's an ever-evolving platform. And the same is true for pretty much every single thing in life right now, that the world is evolving and changing at such a fast pace. There really isn't anyone in the world who knows exactly what's going to happen next because so much has changed that it's not going to be what we've even known before. And again, from a um, micro view of, of LinkedIn, they're putting new features out all the time. So even if we knew how it worked today, it might not be how it works tomorrow or, or, or yesterday versus today. And so, um, so again, having that space to, yes, I'm coming from a place of expertise and I'm open and willing and to learn and learning along with you as well is part of that balance. And in fact, I recently heard a speaker talking about the fact that there are for sure going to be no more experts in the world going forward because of the change and the rate of change that we're going through that people will need to bring their expertise and be willing to share it. But if you're coming from a place of being, well, I'm the smartest person in the room and not open to learning and sharing, you're actually going to be somebody who's more quickly going to become obsolete and not pertinent anymore in the future because the biggest thing is being open to learn and willing to have that humility, being humble to say, I know a lot, but I don't know everything. And I'm going to learn this and help this whole learning journey for all of us because I've decided this is an area of my expertise that I'm going to keep learning about and keep myself up to date about. And so that's one of the things that you can do is, is proclaim, I'm going to keep studying this. I'm going to keep learning this. I'm going to keep on top of what's happening in the trends in this particular industry and come to you from that position um, without having to know everything or have all the answers. So 
again, LinkedIn, there isn't a degree to have about LinkedIn. Uh, there, there are a lot of us who are out there helping people use it and learn about it and work with it. And most of us are also helping each other because we realize there's so much happening. You know, one person might be focused fully on LinkedIn pages and another person might be focused fully on LinkedIn learning. And so we all realize, and again, I'm just using LinkedIn as an example. This happens across the board everywhere. Having a lot of other experts in the same arena is actually very helpful. And that goes back to that scarcity versus abundance mentality. If you see the opportunity everywhere and you see the world in terms of abundance, you become very comfortable having your slice of it and being able to work with other people and even your own take of how you use it and then have all those other people that the outside world might see as your competition that you can actually say, hey, what are you seeing and how are you helping people? And not everybody's going to be friendly and, and playing nice in the sandbox and there's not everybody in the world who has an abundance mindset, but there are plenty of people who do. So if you're around a bunch of people who are being super competitive and trying to cut you down or make you feel intimidated, get away from those people. <laughs> you don't have to listen to them. They aren't the only people and voices that you're going to hear. Um, if they're not willing to shift how they're seeing things and they're the ones who are intimidating you, you just get to find new people to be around because there's lots and lots of people who are extremely high level even in what you're doing that are very willing to help you and very willing to be a part of this abundant thinking group of people. So keep looking for people as well that are going to be helpful for you as you become more and more of an expert in whatever it is that you're learning about. Um, so I talked a little bit about, <clears throat> excuse me, as an instructional designer, uh, I have a master's degree in instructional design and I've done a lot of work developing training and creating educational content for lots of different modalities and, and learning methods and delivery styles of, of, of different types of companies and that sort of thing. And every time I have a new project, the first thing I do is I seek out the subject measure expert or what we actually call the SME. Uh, so for some of you, this may be a very familiar term. Some people even call it SME, <laughs> um, the subject matter expert. And again, this may not be the top level person or anything else, but someone who knows the subject matter well, someone who's been there, done that. Sometimes in a company, we'll just you know interview senior leaders who've learned certain things that they're teaching the newer leaders. So again, you don't have to be a top expert in the world um, but you can be a subject matter expert and be the SME, be the SME of whatever it is that you're helping people learn about. And you do know a lot of things about a lot of things. So start thinking about those things that you would like to be known for knowing about. So again, we are getting ready to go on another break. This show is flying by, but uh, I always feel that way. So I think I probably say that a lot. Uh, and again, this is Carla Taylor here on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central 
8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to the show. This is Carla Taylor. We are here on Bring Your Brilliance on the Inspired Choices Network. Today we're talking about owning your brilliance and you as an expert. And we were just talking about lots and lots of things, but just ending on talking about subject matter experts who are the people that people like me, when we're being instructional designers, go out and learn about how to teach a topic. We seek out those people who have some level of background and experience with whatever it is that we're going to be teaching. So you may already be one of those for your company, for your colleagues. So think about the things that people come to you to learn about for advice for, and that might be something that you can start uh, really owning as your brilliance, as the thing that you do that can help other people. So that's one way to also kind of be that sleuth in your own life and discover what it is that, that people are coming to you for. So I talked earlier about your gifts and talents and having someone help reflect those back to you. And you can do the same thing about expertise and have that be one of the questions that you ask and just, you know, what do you see that I have some expertise on? What do you think people would want to learn from me? What do you see people coming to me for? Maybe if you're not as aware of, oh, yeah, I didn't think about the fact that people always ask me about that. So again, yes, you absolutely can be the detective in your own life to figure that out, but you also can um, oftentimes other people can see things more clearly than you do. And so asking for feedback is always, always a great part of your development process anyway and a great way to learn more about yourself. But even if you think you know, it actually can be sometimes a fun exercise (laughs) to hear what other people think. And that's actually part of what I talk about when I talk about personal branding is getting that feedback because your personal brand isn't just what you think. It's also what other people think. So don't be afraid to ask other people. And in fact, seek that out from time to time every so often, if if nothing else, at least every couple of years to keep getting feedback of what are people seeing? How are they seeing you? You're evolving and changing as well. And so maybe you have grown in a certain area that you weren't paying as much attention to that other people are seeing too. So don't be afraid to get that feedback and don't be afraid to give that feedback and be one of those people for the people around you. Uh, So again, we're talking about how you can frame in your own mind you owning your brilliance, being able to call yourself brilliant in anything. For some people, they just don't have the courage or confidence to say that. And you don't have to say brilliant, you know, that's my word, but you can talk about it as as a strength or as as a differentiator or other words that maybe you feel more comfortable with. So you don't have to call yourself brilliant. In fact, I've talked many times before about the fact that I struggled with that word for myself. (laughs) 
when I first started doing Bring Your Brilliance, I really just wanted to share other people's stories. And then when someone suggested that it was something I said about myself, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not the brilliant one. I'm just telling other people's stories and seeing where they shine and helping shine a spotlight on that. And it took me a while, and sometimes I still feel a bit intimidated about calling myself brilliant because I realize some people are like, oh, well, who are you to say that about yourself? And again, the judgy McDudgsters <laughs> who often are coming up from a place of trying to cut other people down, um, you don't have to listen to them. You don't have to be intimidated by them because they're usually coming from that place because they're unhappy about something with themselves. So that's another huge topic of conversation about not being intimidated by the voices and the people that are out there and having those naysayers. I used to call them the LMNOP, the like-minded no people who tell you no or try to cut you down or try to intimidate you on purpose uh, because the truth of the matter is there are a lot of people who are threatened by the success of others. And you may not have encountered them before if you weren't out there doing bigger things or working on your own personal growth or becoming more successful. But when you are, when you start improving your life, uh, for a lot of people this happens even when they start on a weight loss program or start exercising more and people start to notice the changes, a lot of people are intimidated by change. And they kind of want to keep you where they've known you because otherwise you're disrupting them and their comfort zone. And usually the most negative voices that you hear are not from people, even if they're people around you who love you, they're not people coming from a place of your own best interest in that feedback. Oftentimes they're coming from a place of discomfort in themselves because they're not sure they're going to know how to deal with you in this new improved place. And they can sometimes be very hurtful in their words because they're just trying to maintain their own status quo. So, again, that could be a whole other topic of conversation, but especially if you're brand new to stretching and growing yourself and becoming a better and better version of yourself, you will hear this. You will hear it from someone in your life that's close to you at some point. And you will also hear it from strangers because people get intimidated by people who are having that courage and confidence. And that's a very small number of people. There are also so many people who get inspired and encouraged by seeing you shine and by having um, having you inspire them by what it is that you're doing. So I'm going to very quickly point us back to Marianne Williamson's quote, which is my very favorite quote in the world. It is what drives every single thing that I do, and it is so deeply true, which is that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most, um, hang on, (laughs) that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so other people won't feel insecure around you, what I was just talking about. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, 
we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So don't let those people who might be intimidated sap your confidence in what you're doing and in who you are. And in fact, you're going to inspire so many more people than those few, maybe too loud voices around you. So don't let those people stop you. Be courageous, be bold, be brilliant. Go out there and show the world who you are, even if the world is two people around you right now. (laughs) Don't be afraid to find your voice and use it. And people need to hear from you. And people are going to be inspired from you, even if you've never known it and never know it your whole life. It is happening all around you. So I hope this has given you a little bit more confidence in seeing how you can be an expert. Another thing you can do is just see yourself as that reporter and be the reporter who who goes out and learns the information and reports it back. And that can be a way to not even have to call yourself an expert, but to still be able to bring great information and education to other people and just report on something that you're learning about and and wear that hat. And that can be another way to feel more confident in that. So next week coming up, I cannot wait to share with you that we've got Dr. Ari Zalmanow, who's got such an incredible background. He used to be a metropolitan police detective. He's got um, psychology degrees and, and expertise that he brings, what he does, and he actually talks about how people think the buying perspective, the customer profile of the person who wants to buy from you, and really about how people think about things and how they make those decisions. And he can help you position yourself like a rock star so you're that person that is not just a commodity but really is a premium top of your brand. And I can't wait to share with you some of his amazing wisdom. So that is going to be our show coming up next week. Be sure to tune in. Feel free to uh, write in with any questions, call in with any questions. This is a person you definitely want to talk to and hear from. And also, if you have been considering trying to get your your company or product in front of more people, please let me know. I've got a couple spots open as well for advertising on this show. So if you want to get out there on this show and get in front of people all over the world, uh, reach out for that as well. So again, I believe in you. There are lots of people around you who need to hear from you. So get out there. Be bold. Be brave. Be brilliant. Be you and bring your brilliance to the world because the world needs to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be here again this time next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, keep...